Hi, I'm Rocky DeStefano, and we are coming upon a milestone in our show, A Server's Journey. We're coming upon our year anniversary, and we are very excited to be prepping a best-of show um, that kind of looks back at our last year, and that show will be coming out the first Wednesday in May. This is the Server's Radio Network. Welcome to this edition of A Server's Journey with Rocky DeStefano. The premise of the show is that everyone is leading something or someone. Whether you're a parent leading your family, a coach leading a team, a team member leading a few, or a CEO leading an organization, we're all on this path of being a leader. Thus, the title of the program is A Server's Journey. Today, Rocky welcomes into the studio Zach Davis, who's joining the Server's Journey podcast team as a co-host on the podcast. We'll join Rocky and Zach Davis in studio in just a moment. But speaking of websites, you know we've partnered with ACS Creative in developing our new website. And when it comes to creating a website, it pays to go to the pros. I'll tell you that. They do brochures, they do logos, direct mail, ad campaigns, and websites. They don't play games with your money, so what you need to do is contact ACS Creative on the internet, and that's at ACS Creative. Well, let's join Rocky and Zach in studio. All right, so today we are going to be tackling a topic, and Zach, I want to Thank you again for being in studio with us. And the Larry, what do you call it? The underground bunker? Underground broadcast yeah. studio bunker. Yeah, I, I feel like you really oversell the studio, but you know, we'll, well just you go know, with when that. you get it this deep, you gotta sell. Okay. You know. So but we do want to thank Zach Davis for uh being on the episode and, and really he's gonna kinda be co hosting us quite a bit now. I understand uh, to come. Zach knows a lot of what's going on. Yeah. So I would say I am maybe more theory. And Zach is more day-to-day because Zach is one of our uh, directors at our second location. And in addition to that, he's uh, the guy who's uh, trying to live out some of these things that we talk about. That's neat. Well, what's the subject today? So uh, first I'm going to ask Zach, when you hear the word humility, what what comes to mind? What do you think? Because today we're going to be talking and trying to do a deep dive in what is humility and maybe how we lead with humility. I would say the first thing that comes to mind is is balance. Um, I think you know, and and you know, maybe we'll discuss this in a moment as well. But I think when people hear the word humility, uh, it, it's usually emphasis on inferiority, or it, you yeah. can almost parallel it to that word. But I don't think it means that at all. If uh, if anything, it's it's a balance maybe uh, between with uh, you know inferiority and 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 pride. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, the first, it's weird because it's kind of like the word servant. We talked about that in previous episodes where when you hear the term servant, it doesn't conjure up a good thought in, in, in American, you know, but it's kind of like that with humility too. It, it, it sometimes is seen as good, but sometimes it's seen as somebody who's kind of wishy-washy. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and, and the thing I think that's most important for us to recognize is we're still, we're still learning, you know, humility. Um, you know, I'm, I'm 22 and, um, and I think the best way that we can, you know, learn it is maybe just seeing it. Um, yeah. I yeah. know one example of it, you know, uh, I like playing guitar and there's a famous musician by the name of John Mayer. And I'm sure if you've ever heard. Yeah. I, you know, it's hard for me to get past that one song though. 
I know he's a genius and I know he's an amazing artist, but he's saying your body's a wonderland. And I just, <laughs> I, I, that, that needs to haunt him forever. Cause it's just such a creepy song to me. He's right? definitely an interesting, yeah. definitely an interesting guy. Um, but there's this guy I was listening to today. His name's Mark Tremonti and, and just seeing, you know, the way that he responded to compliments was not inferior. He wasn't avoiding them or saying, no, that's not true. But I, it was almost as if he didn't need it. Right. You know, right. Yeah. when Jesus was talking to the woman at the well, he says that he, he's the cup of water that doesn't, you know, yeah. it, it just keeps yeah. coming. You know, and, and I think humility is recognizing and learning that we don't need uh, self-indulgence. Yeah. Yep. You know. Well, okay, so let's talk about, uh, you know, Webster's, it, it has two kind of definitions of humility. So the first says it's a freedom from pride or arrogance, the quality or state of being humble. Mm. And then the second is it means the state of being humble, both it, both it and humble have their origin in the Latin word humilis, which actually means low, to be lower than somebody else. Okay, so I think our gut response might be, how does humility and leadership go hand in hand? Because it doesn't seem like they blend really well, because when we hear the term leader, we normally imagine somebody who's super strong, super confident, an expert problem solver. They have all the answers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But with humility, we're saying um, it's, you know, we kind of normally think, does this person lack confidence? Are they weak? Are they unsure? Um, or maybe they're a pushover. So, mm. you know, it, it's a it's an odd word for sure. And then when you talk about or think about how do you lead from a position of being humble, how how does that work? You yeah. Know? So, so uh, quickly, my favorite verse about humility is um, Proverbs eleven two, and it says, "When pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom." And I think that's kind of what you were sharing with, because when you don't need it, like when you don't, you know, when you don't need that ego stroke, mm. you're probably in a pretty good spot. Yeah. Yeah. When your cup is full. Uh, and I think coming from a leadership standpoint, we've all had those leaders and, and even maybe sometimes have been those leaders where we need to verbalize our leadership. Yeah. We need to, you know, or at least we feel as if we need to show everybody else we're in charge. That's right. And that's a terrible spot because yeah, we've is. all been, I, I mean, I've, <clears throat> I've done that and I've been, uh, I've had that done to me yep. and neither one has felt very good. You no. Know? Yeah. Well, there's a verse that I was thinking about. Oh man, what was it? Uh, he was talking, Jesus was talking about uh, a servant uh, or, or a leader that, that demands you following him. I think at a certain point when we demand our team, we demand our people to follow us. It's not genuine. Yeah. But when they want to, when you're serving, I think there's something about serving somebody else. It, you know, I, I've had that moment where somebody's serving me and I just kind of look back and be like, why? Yeah. You didn't have to, Yeah. but yeah. you did it anyways. Well, and to know? be honest, sometimes being served that way, we feel uncomfortable. Mm. Like I, I hate being served. In fact, just recently we decided to build a, we have a, a kind of an office downstairs and we decided to build a closet so it could be an official fifth bedroom. And I don't know how to do that. I've never done a closet. So I had to solicit help and I asked, Hey, can we do this together? Um, and, and my brother-in-law did, 
but I felt weird the entire time. And then even worse, his boss has, he heard the episodes, he's listened to our podcast, so he wanted to kind of come and I never met him before. And so now I'm super awkward who these people are coming to serve me and what do, what do I do to deserve it? You know, it just was a real awkward feeling. That sounds like the way I feel today. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. So, um, you, you brought up a great point because like we have a leader even still in our organization that when he was a young leader would often say, because I'm the general manager mm. and it just never ended well because what you're saying is people follow you because, or they should follow because they respect, mm. you know, and I, you know, what we always say is, um, are you a leader worth following? Mm. And we, and we think for sure that humility is part of that leadership. Absolutely. And I think that there's some, there's some value. Uh, I, can't, I can't explain it. There's this feeling of just serving somebody uh, and it not being, you know, your intent is not for yourself, but it's just truly for that other person. I yeah. think there's something, there's something that goes on there between both of you guys. Um, and even accepting it sometimes, I think, as a server, you, you, know, you, you talked about and, and I felt it too. I think it's our nature. We don't want to feel inferior, so accepting help sometimes you feel inferior. Yeah, but if you don't need to fill the cup, if it's full, yeah, then um, you then you kind of are leading from a good spot. You know, it's just yeah. Mm. yeah I mean, th- there's been times, and uh, let me just start by saying that you know we're not Google, mm. you know we're Chick Fil A, and so you know the industry sometimes is kind of ridiculed as you know a haven for people that are inferior or not as bright and which is not true at all in fact i would put my team against anybody we have some of the brightest people and some of the most hardworking people that i've ever been around but sometimes like even within me when somebody's treating me very disrespectfully it could be a customer i almost want to say do you know who the hell i like like yeah. I, I i almost want you know <laughs> and 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 that's not humility yeah. but like you said yeah. ho- hopefully i don't do that very often right but it, it is hard to want to feel inferior oh absolutely it's our, it and, and you know like i said i think it's our nature to do this and i think when we recognize that um, and that we can't do it on our own, yeah. you know, um, and, you know, I know, you know, we talk about, you know, Christ and I think that that's, you know, being humble and coming to him, uh, can be, you know, a key in that too, but it's just, there's something, there's something about serving somebody else. And, and, and he even said it himself, you know, that's how you lead, you know, uh, um, what do you say that the, the most valuable or the person that is the greatest is the least among you. Right. Yeah. Which is a, it's a very novel idea, you know? Yeah. But if you think about it, the and whether or not you believe in, in God, it doesn't mm. really matter because right. it's still a beautiful sentiment. But the story of Jesus is he was even with God, and he put himself way, way down, not only like even with humans, but below humans, even to the point of dying for them. So you had this Godhead, he's a, he's a God, and yet he's fully human, and even less than human because he's going to die for all humans. So it's this beautiful idea that um, I'll serve, I'll serve, I'll serve. Mm. You know? So Forbes, th- th- there was an article in Forbes, and it, it really provided a great balanced perspective on humility and leadership. And it talks about how a, a humble leader is secure enough to recognize his or her weaknesses and to seek input 
and the talents of others. By being receptive to outside ideas and assistance, creative leaders open up a, uh, they open up new avenues for the organization and for their employees. And so the two things we want to stress there are they were secure and they recognized the strengths of their team. So that's a beautiful uh, you know, word picture for sure. Absolutely. I think we've been talking about it at, um, at, at our leadership meetings, and we've talked about input from our team. They're seeing something from a perspective that we don't see. Yeah. And when we, when we block that out, uh, we're, we're actually missing a huge tool and not only improving ourselves, but improving what we do at the store every day. You yeah, know? yeah. So can, can you think of some examples where you feel like you've been led or you've led with humility? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, we, we've actually had Foster here at the store, or not at the store, sorry, at this podcast a few times, I think, if I'm correct yes, in saying yeah, that. Yeah, we have. Um, and, and, and one thing that I remember I was having – I was having a crappier day, or, or be, better yet, a character-challenging. I heard that um, in a video one time. So a character-challenging day. And I remember going to the back of the store, and Foster had brought me something unsolicited. Right. There was no reason for him to be there other than, you know, uh, his whole purpose of, of visiting the store, um, you know, yeah, was to come and, and to, serve, to serve me. And, well, and you think about that, too, like – it, it it was an element of he wasn't going to gain anything no by by bringing you that no not at all and 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 there's something you know there's some i can't explain there's something going on there that you know i just i, I remember of thinking many of times after that and many things that he's done at, you know because if you're doing it correctly hopefully uh this this serving happens many times over yeah, yeah. and there's moments where you're just like wow you know like you know, not only did I not deserve that, we don't deserve that. Right. And yeah. and there's something that that goes along with serving. And and I'd say um, serving is the best way to to get that inspiration, um, and and being humble, uh, and taking feedback and realizing, man, I'm not the best leader in the world. Yeah, I'm foolish to think that. It's it's not not only is it not the truth, but it's it's self indulgence that's going to lead to nowhere. It's vanity. So yeah. you know, I I, I follow this um, guy. He's got a podcast name. Um, this story brand and he's an author his name is donald miller and hey donald i hope you listen to this because i have a serious bromance on you and you've really impacted my life but Not another one yeah i do i have lots of bromances but you know he talks about how every all of us at our core at our nature were we think we're in a movie about us mm. and that everybody else is a prop or an actor and you would kind of move through the world with, with a paradigm in which we place ourselves in the center. And then we try to create this environment where we can flourish and we can succeed. But the problem with this model is that we have a tendency to become overly focused on us while forgetting the needs of others around us. And this can really lead to self-indulgence, as you mentioned, selfishness and isolation. Because... It, when you're in a movie and you're the lead actor and everybody else is just an extra, you don't really care about them, mm. you know? So anyways, but Donald, thank you. And I'd like you to come on the show. We've, we've asked you, but you haven't come yet. So. Well, he's coming. He just hasn't signed up yet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've heard you talk about him a, f a few different times before in the past. And uh, I don't know. I think just recognizing what you're saying there is true. Yeah. 
we're not the center of the universe as much as we'd like to consider ourselves that. Uh, And it's just really, it's just looking at the truth. It's the truth. You know, it's a fact. You're not, you know, you're not the center of the universe um, and you're missing out so much on what being a true servant leader can give you. Absolutely. Yielding those results on a personal and as an, an organizational level. If all of our leaders are serving other people, I think, man, we are, you know, so Ken Blanchard, he's another famous author, and he wrote uh, a, he's written several books, but one of them was uh, The One Minute Manager. Yeah, Larry's holding up a picture right now, and if we were on YouTube, Larry, we could actually, people could see you holding he's up a picture. He's my best friend, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but Larry does have a picture of him with Ken Blanchard. I, I think that was at a Chick-fil-A event. Yeah. Anyways. That's but, incredible. He has this quote that I love, and he says, people with humility do not think less of themselves. They just think about themselves less, which is, to me, a beautiful set, uh, sentiment. Yeah, the way, the way that that's, 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 you could write that in a book. That could just, yeah. did, <laughs> that's did. good. I think that, he did. He did. That's good, man. That's good. So I, I feel like sometimes we bash the, the people today, the kids today, the generation today, I do think that they actually care and want to serve more than any other group, uh, definitely more than our generation, because I felt like in, in my generation, what I was kind of taught is that every man is, is for himself. You know, really from a very early age, I was taught to compete and to be the best that I could be. And oftentimes we're not thought, uh, taught to be thoughtful along the way. Um, we really were kind of taught to crush, like, if if I'm going to win, somebody's going to lose. Mm. And I was also taught that those who are able to dominate over others are glorified. And they're the ones that get the prize. And they're the ones that we want to emulate their behavior. That's the person I want to be. And I do feel like this next group, this group coming up now, they're not that way. But but I do think they struggle in, but how do I serve people? Yeah, I, you know, there's a point that you said in there that that the uh, something about the the way that I viewed it was the people that are dominating yeah. you know, and maybe even dominating. You know, they think about it. What there's that soccer player? Is it Ronaldo? Yeah, I remember watching a documentary of him, and he his whole life revolved around the thought of I am the best. Yeah. I am the yes. best. I well, am that, the best. And that's that's spoken with Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan. They either thought I've got something to prove. Mm. Or they thought they were the best. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's somewhat successful uh, to an extent, but you'll see, it, it, it says in Scripture, you know, it says that the, the humble will be exalted and, you know, that the pride pride comes before fall, and it will yeah. happen. And, you know, I've noticed it, and I've seen it in these people's lifetime and careers. You can pride yourself. You're going to get successful. You're going to get success, but there's going to be a point where you're going to crash. Yeah. It, it's not, you know. Well, you know, you know it, it, I'm I'm drawn to this story, and uh, uh, probably it's probably been 20 years now, but I saw a documentary, and it was on Muhammad Ali. And this guy, I mean, he had everything. I mean, he was considered to be the greatest boxer. Honestly, a lot of people consider him to be the greatest boxer of all times. And this guy was kind of following him around, and, and he was doing like an interview, kind of a biography of Muhammad Ali, and... Um, his house was gorgeous and he was walking him around and, you know, and showing him all these things. And the, so finally the, the interviewer said, Hey, Muhammad, we're all the, like, we're all the trophies. Like we're all the things that you've won. Cause this is the guy who won my gosh, heavyweight championship so many times. And, and so 
um, I remember this vividly, Muhammad led him outside and then they went kind of like down this little path and then they went to kind of like what looked like a barn. And inside the barn, and it was dusty and dirty, were all, everything he had ever won. A- any accolade that he had gotten, it was there. And there was like, um, you know, spider webs. It just, it wasn't like what you, it wasn't a trophy room. And I remember that the interview, the, the, the interviewer was actually speechless. And Muhammad Ali kind of turned and he said this statement and it's kind of haunted to me. And basically what he, you know, the sentiment was, I've been at the very top. I've seen everything and it wasn't nothing. Mm. And so, you know, sometimes I feel like we're, we're drawn, you know, to be the best. We're drawn to compete. We're drawn to crush people and we get there. And at some point we wake up and we either realize, okay, I can't do this anymore because I'm aging or somebody's better than me or, that doesn't happen, but you don't have any purpose. So, so mm. you know, what did you gain? And, you know, the Bible talks about, you know, gaining the whole world but losing your soul. Mm. And I think that, like, if we're to emulate Christ, mm. then Christ took himself away from being God and made himself man. It, it, the Bible says less than man in order to serve everybody. So it's a pretty amazing, pretty beautiful sentiment. And that um, picture with Muhammad Ali just struck, you know, just kind of stuck with me. Well, it makes me think about Solomon, yeah. you know, not to get, yes. you know, too spirit, you know, bring us too much. Yeah. Well, this is going to be a spiritual episode. We okay. can just tell you because we, listen, we don't, um, you know, we know that we have people who believe all different types of things and we're okay with that. But I think that the story of Christ is beautiful. Even yeah, if absolutely. you don't follow it, don't believe it, think it's a load of crap, that's okay. But if you look at some of the tenements, I mean, it's beautiful to want to serve others. Mm. So, anyways, absolutely, yeah. Solomon, uh, you know, he says, you know, Ecclesiastes is full. You know, he's at the end of his life, or you know, towards the end, and he's looking back, and you know, he says, nothing that's happened is not going to happen again, right? You know, and you can almost you can almost parallel that to Muhammad Ali. You know, in a sense, Solomon has everything, the women, the money, the houses, the buildings, the acreage, everything that you could imagine that you would think that life could give you. He had it and he said it wasn't enough. And, and, uh, you know, it's, it's not, it's all, it's all vanity. Yes. If it's not, if it's not for a purpose and if it's not for a real reason that can resonate with in us, uh, on a deep level that we can identify with it's it's just it's vanity so we got to be careful well and especially because like you know america we're you know we are a capitalist nation we are we you know we want to be number one america's number one make america great again like all these statements which they're not bad inherently but that attitude is woven into our very fabric that it comes to personal success and the trait of humility it's almost forgotten or at the very least it's talked about as if it's not really relevant, mm. but if you live and if you serve from a point of what is my purpose, what is my why, uh, I, I think you're going to have to serve with humility. It's just well, no other way. And at the end of the day, nobody wants to follow somebody if they, you know, they they're following somebody to get something somewhere or something. You know, yeah. you're following to learn or you're following to gain opportunities or whatever. And if you're if your focus is on your legacy on you 
there's going to be some followers that are following and be like, man, this guy's, he's yeah. not doing anything for me. Why yeah. am I, why am yeah. I following him? You That's know? right. Yeah. Well, I, I think you end up feeling used. Yeah. Oh yeah. Lot. Sure. Yeah. Like a tool. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. Of course. Um, you know, some of the people that I admire the most, we have one gentleman, AJ, uh, Agilon at our store. And, uh, AJ is somebody who he is quiet in his leadership. He, um, he, he's not boastful. I mean, on the basketball court, he might talk some trash, yeah, well. but, you know, <laughs> but, but at the store when he's leading people, he doesn't, he holds people very accountable but he also supports them and, and tries to give them the tools they need to, in order to be great. He And he's honest. So when he screws up, he's very quick to admit, oh, I messed up. Mm. And so to me, he's 20 years younger than me, but he is somebody worth following. Yeah. So I, I learned a lot from him, and I would, I would walk, I would let him lead me anywhere because of that trait. And you know, like today I was, um, we have a position at the store called bagging and it's, there's a lot coming at you. I mean, you know, anymore, it's a pretty complex role because you're bagging for people that, you know, you're getting all the food ready for the people that are sitting in dining room. You're getting food ready for the people that are carrying it out. You've got mobile orders coming that you have to run out to the curbside. There's all these things, all these plates that you're, um, you're trying to balance. And I was getting my rear kick today. Like for the first 20 minutes, it was like I had never done it before. And the best thing I think I did today was admit to the people around me, hey, I, I don't think I'm helping. I'm hurting right now. Let here, Can you do it? And I'll do this. I'll do this job that anybody can do because in this position, I'm anybody right now. Mm. So, I, I, you know, I, I try to live that out, but I do it because I see people around me leading it out too, like AJ and Jay and other people at our store. Well, an example of that and a quick one uh, is AJ. <laughs> I remember when we were doing the setup for it at night, and if you don't know what, what a setup technically is, it's where is everybody going to be? You know, are you going to be breading the chicken? You know, where are you going to close? Where are you going to be for dinner? And I just remember, and it's almost a little bit frustrating because you're like, AJ, where do you want to be at? Oh, I don't care. You know, I don't yeah. care. I don't care. And there's something that goes along with that, you know, uh, of just being willing to do anything. Um, right. You know, and, and right. there's something. And, and he's the major manager, right? Yeah. Yeah. He. I mean, he could pretty much say, I want to be here every day. He can put himself in the most glorious position, but there, it's not uncommon for me to come back and see that he's on dish. Yeah. And dish is not a glorious position. Not at all. You Would know. you explain what that is? I mean, it's washing dishes over and over and over again. And that's yeah. an exciting thing to do. I mean, for me, in a weird, sick kind of way, I love it. Yeah. But, you know, it's not, it's not, it's definitely not glamorous. Okay. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit more, uh, kind of wrap it up a little bit about, um, you know, humility and leading from it. But, you know, here's kind of my challenge to you as a leader. Um, you know, you need to really reflect on your behaviors and the interactions with the people that you lead. And you have to see how you can make positive changes toward a more humble approach to leading. And if you don't do it, it's probably not going to be part of your nature to just do it normally. Because what we've been taught is take charge, lead, crush, beat, not nothing in there talks about being humble, being a humble leader. So if you're not taking time to meditate and think, how do I create an interaction here 
where I'm serving somebody daily, you're not going to do it. So, okay, so here's some of the things that we talked about today. We talked about, number one, being um, leading with humility makes you a leader worth following, which, as Zach said, if you have to say, because I'm the leader, you're not really probably leading very well. If you have to remind the people you're leading that you're in charge, something's gone wrong. So we got that, right? Be a leader worth following. A leader that is trying to lead with humility is secure in recognizing their weaknesses, and they're good at recognizing the talents of the others around them. As Zach pointed out with the story of Foster, they lead when there's nothing in it for them. They do things that doesn't, it doesn't help them at all. And then the last um, part of it is to be humble, you really means being honest. Being honest with your shortcomings, being honest when you fail, being honest with people when they're not failing too, but that's the greatest way to uh, lead with humility. So, Zach, what do you think? Is there anything else you'd like to uh, talk about as far as humility? No, I think I think that we've uh, discussed it pretty thoroughly. So, Okay, so then so we're going to put you on the spot, Zach. And that little cue, I guess, is that the cue for this one or that one? Bingo. Okay, so, so Zach, this is a kind of a game we play, and I don't think we've done it with you yet. No, we haven't. That's why I stuck it in front of you. Okay, so in this segment, I'm going to give you two th- things, and I want you to tell me which one is your favorite and maybe why. Okay. Okay. So first two are Elon Musk or Richard Branson. Oh, wow. I, uh, okay, both of these guys um, I, I look up to in, in, in a fashion. They're both extremely intelligent. I'd say, can I can I pick two yeah. uh, things that I like? <laughs> yeah. can, can I still pick yeah. both you of them? You make the rules here. So. Well, we'll pick two, and then he can eliminate one. Yeah. Okay, we can, we can do that. So Elon Musk, man, what an innovative guy. Uh, super intelligent. Um, you know, I, I just, I don't know. And he's kind of, he's kind of a guy that, that I've seen lead in a ways that he doesn't have to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's just, he just has an amazing mind and amazing mind for entrepreneurship. Both of them have actually taken some major risk in their yeah. careers. Yep. Richard Branson with his Virgin Airlines, I believe. Yeah. It, the, the company didn't support that decision at all, you know, and he, he sacrificed, you know, or you know, takes a risk. a risk. Yeah. yeah. And so did Elon Musk and many of his endeavors, which are, you know, if it were me, I probably wouldn't have taken them because they're such big, you know, decisions. Both of them are courageous. I like, you know, I look up to both of them in some ways, you know, and uh, so if I had to eliminate one, I'd probably have to eliminate Elon. I like Richard, you know, Richard Branson. Yeah. Yeah, he's super, super awesome. Okay, so yeah. tell me now, between these two, Steve Jobs or Bill Gates? Oh, okay, Steve Jobs, uh, 100%. Um, You're an Apple guy, right? A huge Apple guy. There's something about an, an Apple sitting on your lap, an Apple sitting in your hand, um, you know. Yeah, you the, feel better about life. I don't know what it is. You're holding an apple, and I don't know why. Well, there's something about There's a little bit of a statement being said, yeah. too, when you're That's, holding an apple. I'm cutting edge. I'm yeah. not old guard. Yeah. I'm cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I, 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 I have a Mac. It hasn't led to me being cooler, but, you know, I might well, feel cooler. So, All right. Steven Spielberg or Walt Disney? Walt Disney. All right. Yeah. Walt Disney. Um, I don't know. I, I saw a documentary with him. Actually, Marie and I were watching a documentary about about his life and how he started things. And there's something about chasing a passion. 
chasing what you yeah. feel like you're called to do. Um, yeah. And yeah, he, I think he worked with a purpose. Yeah, absolutely. And he and wasn't a business guy. No. At no. all. In fact, no. he failed quite a lot at first, but, you know, he cared about, he wanted to suspend reality. Mm. And man, that's a great thing, you know. All right, Star Wars or Harry Potter? Okay, Star Wars. Okay, wow. This is, uh, for a guy your age, that, that's an odd. Really? Only it's Harry Potter, but tell us why Star Wars. Well, number one, because I have a Star Wars 1 Monopoly uh, game that my my whole family, including Marina, is begging me to get rid of, and I won't. Oh, there you go. Darth Maul is one of the characters. So, yeah. um, okay. I'd say Star Wars, uh, I don't know, it's just awesome, man. Yeah. You're hitting each other with uh, lighting I don't even know how to explain that. Lightsaber. There you go. Lightsabers, yeah. All right. And the final one, Broadway or rock and roll? I'd say... I I know what you're going to say, and you're going to break my heart, but go ahead. I'd say rock and roll. Okay. (laughs) I'd say rock and roll. Um, I I did do Broadway stuff in high school and did, you know, that kind of stuff, and it's fun. Um, There's been some musical inspirations uh, that have have been pretty epic. Um, Yeah. Yeah. What, Mark was the, what were some of the plays you did in high school? He, you know, he's a very uh, accomplished actor and singer and musician. Wow. Well, what what was what were some of the shows you were in? So Footloose was my first oh, show, wow. uh, and I think Willard is that his name? Yeah, I can't even remember what the yeah. Willard, um, Hello Dolly, yeah. um, and there's been some stuff where I've done lighting and stuff like that yeah. too. So. All right, so thank you for playing along. And uh, well, I think Zach is going to be one great addition to a service. Jerry's out. No, yeah. <laughs> well, so we want to thank everyone for uh, listening and uh, all the comments that are coming in on the website and on uh, you. You we're not on YouTube on yet, the are we? Apple iTunes. You better watch out. Yeah, and what's that speaker where you go? Lisa, who is it? Oh, Alexa. Alexa, yeah. I don't think it's Lisa. If you call him for Lisa, Larry, Uh, Lisa's not answering. Alexa, she knows where a server's journey is. She does, yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. He tested it because we have nothing better to do. Yeah. So So until next time, I am Larry the K. I am Rocky DeStefano. And I'm Zach Davis. And together, we're We're going to learn learn to be better better leaders. (laughs) That was awkward, but we're going to go with that. We'll get better, we promise. (laughs) 